Ayo, ayo, ayo. It's your favorite Cornellians. Um, it's me, Morgan. It's her, Shannon. Oh, her. Like the woman we're going to discuss. Shortly. Yeah. Um, and we're here. We're back with Playback with Two Wise Johns. And we're we're gonna we're gonna do our end of the year music review. Yeah, for you, real quick, right quick. Yeah, uh, probably. I'm sure you guys by this point all know what our faves are, but we're gonna tell you again because why? Gonna, the fuck it's not? always important. Re- tell them, tell them again, and tell them once more. Those are the keys to closing a deal and marketing. Um, Very true. Mm-hmm. Hold that true and dear to your heart, near and dear. Um, yeah, I'm excited. 2017, I feel like overall it was a interesting year for a lot of reasons, a lot of factors. Some may call it a trash year. It depends. For some people, it was a blessing. Mm-hmm. But I thought the music that came out of it, and I probably will say this every year, because every year there's always somebody who makes at least one good thing, was good. Um, just a lot of, especially in the R&B realm, I, I was going to say, I think for me, I was very surprised at how much R&B I was listening to this year because I'm usually not, not. Like a R&B girl, but the R&B artist was showing out this year. Showing out, out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they thank you. I don't know if they're independent artists. I don't know if the music, a studio, I mean, a gosh, what is it called? A label was just like, it's the year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But I'm I'm grateful for it, uh, you know. Um, that said, my favorite album this year was not even an R&B album. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's 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 get into some faves. Um, yeah, which we have a so, lot of overlapping faves, actually. What? Not surprising. We have a lot of overlapping faves. I mean, yeah. Which? I mean, because we're we're two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, so I will start with the. I thought so with the one that I yeah, think start with the flew one under the, the Brady radar. Oh, you're starting with the under the radar one. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm a huge Lord fan, and she dropped her album Melodrama this year, um, and I feel like it didn't get as much shine as I thought it was gonna get. Um, especially from her since this album was a bit more grown up and the production is great uh, and you know it's a little bit more like lyrically it's stronger than her first album so but it didn't but I've been loving it and still listening to it so I definitely want to shout out that album is definitely one of my faves for the year I (laughs) It's interesting because, wait, where do you think we should go next? Go to your next fave. Because okay, I don't. so. <laughs> it's <been> quiet. <laughs> my next fave. And to be fair, I, I to all these albums. I just, you know. Okay. <laughs> so I think this was a fave for me. Like, this got heavy rotation when it first came for out. For you and everybody. I think. Did um, Grammy? Yeah, I got, I think she got like a shit ton of Grammy nominations. I think she has five. Nice. Um, I'm happy for her in that regard. Yeah, like, great for her. Um, I think for me, as I kept listening to the album, I think the first part of the album is definitely... Oh, we're talking about SZA, by the way. SZA's Control. Yeah, sorry. I'm, like, burying the lead. I don't know why. Um, Shannon's sickies, guys. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I am sick, so bear with me. 
Um, but yeah, so for Scissors Control, I thought that like, I really liked the first half of the album. I realize now that when I listen to it, I don't really listen to songs past like uh, Drew Barrymore. But I I thought it was a strong album for her. I liked the writing. It was very vulnerable. I, I think the reason I didn't love some of the songs on the album is because, I don't know, I couldn't relate to it on like an emotional level. Uh, and, but besides that, I thought it was like a, I thought it was a good album and I liked it. Yeah. Got heavy rotation for me. Um, yeah, really happy for her. (laughs) (laughs) Are you about to beautiful gowns this? What's happening? Yep. Beautiful gowns, gorgeous gowns. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I saw SZA at Afropunk maybe three years ago. Um, Loved her hair. Um, Beautiful mane, gorgeous mane. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't love the album, and I can't figure out why. Um, And before I even get into the albums that I love, I think there's a great segue into a segment I call The Albums Morgan Wish She Loved. And this these is, are the, this is because one. these are the albums. Yeah, this is one of them. These are all the albums that just got a lot of critical acclaim. And we talked about R and B. These are kind of, in my opinion, the hot R and B albums of the year. Definitely, like solid R and B. I think. And I, to be fair, this is me. I can I can compartmentalize very well. I can say something's a solid effort and objectively good and just not relate not resonate and not resonate with me so i think these three albums were that so we'll start with scissors control i think there are a lot of reasons i didn't love it one just musically like sonically it just didn't i was in a different space like when you hear who my favorite album was you'll see why maybe he like i wasn't in the space to appreciate some of this so it's very possible next year maybe not scissors but the other two albums i think i might actually really like next year um, or when I'm just in a different mindset. But yeah, I didn't love it. I also didn't relate to a lot of the lyrics. And then when SZA did an interview and said a lot of it stuff she wrote when she was like 21, I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense because how are you almost mm-hmm. 30 and going through some of this stuff? But outside of that, it was more my connection was a lack. I, sonically, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't feel the need to play it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt the same way, unfortunately, about her. She released a solid album this year, self-titled Her. Yeah. 22 songs, I too long for me. will too say long. I agree with you on Her. I like her as an artist. I really liked... Um, Love her life. Huh? Her live performances, they're pretty good. Yeah, like I think she she's so talented. Uh, I really talented. liked the EP. I liked... Me too, the, I love that. The rollout um, of that she did before this album. They had like a short film that used some of her songs that I thought was really cute. Um, on first listen, like I, I, you know, on first and second listen, like I did really like the album. I thought it was a good album, but I just didn't go back to it yeah, <laughs> after that. I wish there was something more I can say about that. <laughs> Cause again, I agree that these were like really great, solid produced albums. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
didn't want to, there was no inkling in me that wanted to hit replay. Um, no. And that's how I felt about her, self-titled. And then finally, and this was the darling of the year in like the male R&B realm. And honestly, it's funny because I've been craving a male R&B artist to sort of take hold. Because I think I said in the last episode of Playback, I talked about Tank's album. Who I, he's traditionally a true R&B artist, but I feel like this new album, he got kind of sucked into the trap R&B sound of, was that Bryson Tiller and August Alsina mm-hmm. and all of them. Um, so I was really craving a, just a male R&B vocalist um, to come through. Um, and Daniel Caesar arrived. And I have to say, like, I really, I really appreciate him. But for some reason, for some reason, and this, and it was weird because all my friends were like, whose musical opinions I trust and love and typically agree with, I just, for some reason, I just wasn't into it. And again, I think this has to, maybe this is more me personally and the space I was in and music I was like listening to and it's hard for me to like disconnect. So I do think Daniel Caesar, Freudian, I'm talking about Freudian, by the way, I think maybe like in eight months, I'll come back to it and appreciate Mm -hmm. it more. But for some reason, I, and I gave it like several listens, uh-huh. but I, I can say after those listens, I think it's just because I'm in a very, I'll say it, Heim space. Um, <laughs> and I just don't think you can listen to Heim and listen to Daniel Caesar at the same time <laughs> for me personally. So I think I'll come back to Freudian in like eight months and be like, oh my gosh, this is like everything. Mm-hmm. Also, I think I was really enjoying my faves again. Well, Sabrina Claudio's stuff. And I think... I was really relating to her music and Daniel Caesar's music was very much an ode to women, I think, but an ode to women from a male perspective, which I really just didn't care about at the moment because, yeah. you know, uh, so whatever. But I think <laughs> I'll come back in eight months and really love it. I haven't heard the album its entire, it's in its entirety. I did hear, um, I think, the most popular song he has. The one with Sit the Kid? Yes. That's a good song. I love that song. Yeah, and um, that's a really good song. So I like that song. I can't speak to the everything album. Everything sounds great. I can't say enough about that. Like I think he's fantastic. I just yeah. wasn't feeling it. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know that it happens that there are these artists and or projects that you just don't connect to or don't connect to at a certain point. And you know, some part of you know enjoying music and listening to music for me is like going back to something that like maybe I didn't connect to at first and then I'm like oh this is actually cool like I get and it and I'll you know? say to give Daniel Caesar mm-hmm. and her and SZA I, I really don't think I'm on like SZA's but whatever um to give them their due I think I'm the biggest Rihanna yeah, you fan probably won't like I SZA's. won't I know that her the, my reason for not liking her is not the same reason I don't like Daniel Caesar so <laughs> I know myself enough to know what that is um I'm the biggest Rihanna stan, fan, whatever, Robin Fenty, the queen. And I didn't love, I didn't get into rated R. In fact, I did not like Rihanna at all. And because I didn't like her and thought she was kind of cheesy or whatever, I didn't give rated R a chance. I think I heard a few songs. I was like, nope, she's a girl, umbrella chick, not into it. I didn't get into rated R until a cool, almost two years after it came out. And then all of a sudden, like, you know how the iPod had like a random sequence? Mm-hmm. It just played it. And I was like, what is this? And I loved it and fell in love. So maybe I think that's going to happen with the, the her and Daniel Caesar. <laughs> I had like the same, it. like a similar moment with Rihanna. Like I. <laughs> pray for, pray for Shannon, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
but I had um, actually I kind of started to like her around Umbrella. Um, it was because, unfa- you know, it was unfaithful gotta, for me. Got to stand for the Caribbean Queen, but Hello. I, I wasn't standing then. But I, you know, wasn't really into her music. I was like, eh. And then all of a sudden, one day I looked up and the entire Rated R album was on my iPod. And I was like, well, guess I'm a Rihanna fan. Honestly, like, I don't remember when I downloaded it. Because I really yeah, think I don't she know. sent out Jay-Z, Rockefeller, someone, the way they added that damn U2 album to everyone's shit last year. I think they added Rated R again. Because I was like, how <laughs> I think, does, how does, how does I my think what happened is like, I would like, hear oh. songs and then just be like, oh my gosh, this song is dope. And like added. And then all of a sudden I realized I had all the songs from Rated R and was like, well. I guess I'm a fan. I uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I hope I pray Daniel Caesar's Freudian and her self-titled sneak attack me in that in that manner. Um, I'm praying for it. But those are the things I wish I loved, and I probably will love soon come. Um, the things I love, my favorite two albums of the year. These are also included in my favorite. These are also year. Shannon's favorites. Um, so these are two favorites we both agree on. But they are actually my only two favorite total albums of the year. Um, I'm sad. <laughs> not but really. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Really. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. But I'm just going to say it again. Not really, because they were the best albums of the year. I mean, they were excellent. Snubbed by the Grammys. Snubbed. Um, I ca- I can't yeah. Haim is always snubbed. I'm just like, how are they? Cont- they're so so Haim, Haim's sophomore album, which I've tweeted to them incessantly. Like, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? And they finally dropped it. Q was it Q4? Was it like August or September? When was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a later was, part of the year. Yeah, it um, was Q4. Yeah, Q4 was a good Q uh, quarter for me. <laughs> Haim dropped Something to Tell You, which is their sophomore album. And personally, it's perfect. It's perfect because <laughs> we discussed this already in the podcast. But I love some people want artists to change <laughs> um, and just evolve and become try different styles out. Mm-hmm. Something to Tell You is perfect because it's exactly the Heim I wanted like yes it's I everything I wanted from and them. they just made a better debut album so you know I have nothing nothing but good things to say nothing it it I still go back to it often it's in like if I look at Spotify it's in the top of the topest oh, of my place Spotify played um, the hell out of me this year they're like Morgan listen to three songs it was <laughs> it was uh walking away Pretty much Heim, Heim, Sabrina Claudio, and I'm embarrassed. Well, then Rihanna, Kanye, because they're like a constant. Every year, they're always <laughs> top for me. And then I was embarrassed to say um, my fifth person was, um, what's our girl's name? You don't know. Justine Skye, but only because I play that song so much. It's that like song my, is an it's excellent song. It's on my going song. out playlist. So every time I go out, that song plays. So she just happened to be Excellent in my top song. Five. And that is how I got into <laughs> Justine Skye. I, I can't remember what the first song was. But I loved it and just like played it all the time and then like try to get into like some of her other songs and I was like, all right, she's no. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So she basic. <laughs> she will give you a good single though. A good bop. She's good, a good for she's that. A, she's a bop a bop artist. She is a bop artist. Yeah. A bop artist is what I'm calling her. Anyway, this is not about Justine Scott because that song did not come out in twenty seventeen. It did not. You don't know, by the way, is the song we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Spotify told me Haim and Sabrina Claudio were my faves. Haim obviously loved them. 
I think they're a great little trio. I love that they're all instrumentalists. Can't speak their praises enough. No. Um, Talented. Talent. Talent. Speaking of talent, my second... Well, I think Sabrina was actually ranked higher. It was Sabrina then Heim. Sabrina Claudio came out of nowhere this year and just, like, snatched my edges. Um, I mean... I haven't resonated with an album like this in so long. Actually, both albums. They both came out in 2017, right? Confidently Lost and Mm -hmm. About Time. Yes. I think About Time is more of a succinct album. I think Confidently Lost was like a... Well, that was just like an EP, you know? Yeah. She basically, she was like, here's a cool five songs. This is what I can do. I'm, you know... Keep wrapping it up. They're all excellent songs. In a bow, QB. Yeah. yeah, it's just it. So about time just felt like it was more telling a story, literally about yes. time and relationships and the yeah. passage of such. Um, so good. Her voice. I don't. Her sultry, angelic. Yeah, um, like just like the her voice, the music, the, the music, the lyrics. I liked her uncanny <laughs> ability in 2017 R&B to be able to be sexy and sultry but the lyrics themselves are not like vulgar like none of the, the right. lyrics they're all like just classic good music it's just a way yeah she sings and i think it, also like certain emotions and whatever right and i think for me like the thing i loved so much about her her music and just her as a as a songwriter especially coming from like being 21 like i'm so and, young so and the way she's writing like it's and you know in some ways i contrast that a lot with scissors control and i'm like they're just so coming from like such a different frame and to kind of now that you mentioned that scissor wrote a lot of those songs when she was 21 like you know to have to kind of be able to like have those two side by side and see someone like sabrina claudio who's just very it's it's different. self-aware. It's, she's so introspective and um, self-aware. It's, yeah, and, and I like to that and confident I, in just so self-assured. Yes, Not very self-assured. Am, but that's why I didn't like the scissors because I I never experienced all the stuff she was going through. I'm like I just didn't experience that because you know got to do a personal introspe- introspection check. Which it, to be fair, a lot of people don't do that. So I get why I resonated with so many people. Mm-hmm. But I definitely resonated way more with Sabrina Claudio's. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Because like, it sounds more like me, to be quite honest. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also like her voice more, um, which is uh, yeah, that's beautiful. You know, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because Sabrina like, definitely. <laughs> it's this. they're like love songs, but it's also coming from like. It's it's coming from a more cautious and guarded place, which is naturally how I approach <laughs> romance and all of that. So definitely I was able to relate more to her frame and like how she's thinking about things and like, you know, thinking about relationships and and herself even just like yeah. and her growth and like what she wants personally. Right. And for me, it was more because the, the lyrics and the songs were more conceptual. And that's how I tend to think in, like, concepts and ideas as opposed to, you know, kind of experiences where SZA is talking about, like, I'm the weak. Nothing wrong with that, but it's, like, more of a story, a, telling a story about an actual event that happened, right? Whereas Sabrina's talking about kind of the concept that is X, Y, Z. And that's more how my brain thinks. So, I don't know. Just loved it. 
saw, think she's phenomenal. I think someone on Twitter tried to play her and was just like, who writes? This Marina Claudio chick is great, but who writes her music? Can't be her. Or no, just who's the producer? And she was just like, it's me. Like, it's me. <laughs> and I'm the one who wrote all these songs. So shout out to her. Super talented. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Oh, our favorite songs of the year. We talked yes. about our favorite albums or the albums we didn't love as much that we might love soon. Um, but our favorite songs, let's go through it. Okay, so I will start us off with a project that snuck up on me in 2017 that I didn't have much interest in when it came out. Um, But Lady Gaga dropped her documentary about the making of Joanne. And that got me to listen to the album. And I fell in love with the only feature on the album is Florence Welch. And they have a song together called Hey Girl. And I think it's just such an amazing song about friendship. And I love it so much. And almost anything Florence Welch is on, you can get me to love because I'm obsessed with her uh, and her voice. And I think their voices actually work really well together on this song. And yeah, so that was definitely one of my favorites. Put a song about friendship. Are you familiar with the um, Waiting to Exhale soundtrack at all? Yeah. Okay, do you know the song Count on Me? with Yeah. Um, okay, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Me and BB, or is it CC? Either way, one of the whinings. Um, yeah, they're just, it's a song where it's like, hey girl, I'm here, you know, to like save you from the creepy guy, to like walk you home at night, to check in on you. Friendship, <coughs> especially how relevant in 2017 when like, men have been I mean, out of control. <laughs> Hello, if you are not checking on your girlfriends, call her. Right, it might be a creepy Matt Lauer just like showing his penis on display for no reason. Right, you just never know. In 2017, yeah, you can't, can't just be too safe. You cannot. Don't just ask about work anymore. You gotta ask. I mean, don't just ask about like nightlife. You gotta ask about work. You gotta ask about you know, I don't know, family or your boyfriend. Who knows, girl? Yeah. Just ask. Just ask. Everyone's yeah. a creepy stepfather. <laughs> Uh, another favorite song of mine was speaking this of is like also mine. We, we yeah, share this like, one. Yeah, we, we do. Like one. young kids who were out here busting ass and like taking names. Uh, the producer Mira Massa from the UK. Um, the UK put, produced some great producers. Honestly, like excellent. These young kids are like doing a lot. So he put out an album this year and. <coughs> One of my favorite songs comes from that album and it's featuring AK Paul and it's called Who Is It Gonna Be? And I played, I think this is probably my most played song of 2017. It's so good. It's like, what an excellent so like, too. Good. Oh, so it's good. It's like produced so well. I'm so impressed by this song. It's so good. So um, good. Yeah, love it. Um, so some of my favorite songs, <laughs> well, to keep it in line with like, at least sort of in genre with Miramasa, we'll go with, so me and Shannon have never heard her name pronounced out loud. So <laughs> I'm going to assume it's Jorge, but it could be Georgia. <laughs> anyway, homegirl, homegirl Smith. Um, <laughs> um, she had one of my favorite songs of the year on my mind and I particularly like the Predator remixes. 
Um, so yeah. good. It's so fun. It's just like, it's again, it's on the same playlist I have with Justine Skies, you don't know. Not that they're the same type of person, but it's, no. you know, it's a pick-me-up song. It and definitely your, your is. And your on the same playlist. It is, yeah. It's going to be. Makes sense. You know, these are all songs to lift you up in the year of 2017. Because, <laughs> Lord, did we need it. Did we need it. But, yes, yeah, specifically, I like both of the um, Predator remixes. That's P-R-E-D-I-T-A-H. I love rediscovering a song when a cool DJ, when a talented DJ sort of mixes it. Um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And also on the same going out playlist, um, different, way different genre. Yo Gotti's Break It Up. I mean, how it's, can you not? Woo! How can you not just like be in your mirror, putting on your lipstick, your Rihanna Stunna, um, lip paint, taking a shot of somebody's whiskey or somebody's gin. Yes, I take shots of gin because I'm a real, I'm a real thugger. And just playing that song as you're pre-gaming getting ready. It's just really... That's how you do it. It's, I don't know any other way in 2017 to get ready. <laughs> it's excellent. To break it up. Excellent. I didn't even mind Nicki Minaj on the song. Forgot she was on it. That's yeah. how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's on that song too. That yeah, was not because you know I handed in my Bob card many years ago, <laughs> and I was an extreme Bob. I think I was might have been one of the first Barbies. I was tired of my friends on Nicki Minaj's beam me up, Scotty. Like you gotta just, get into this. <laughs> it to this day, it's. <laughs> It, it's painful, you know. But anyway, here we are. <laughs> yeah, maybe should we should we also like pour some malt liquors for Nicki Minaj in 2017? I no, think we should. I'm gonna pray for the best and hope that in 2018 she's inspired mm-hmm. by Azalea and Cardi and just does better. I I hope so too because she has it. Azalea in her. Banks, not Nicki Azalea. Just to be clear, <laughs> like. You know, maybe yeah. Nikki, you should like call Safari up for like a closure dinner. You know, I mean, I'm just was, uh, you guys were really. But you know, together. I don't want to digress too much into the hateful because they're trying to end 2017 on a on a positive note. And I think one of the most positive songs are just kind of light and airy. Clearly, that's the mood I'm in. No James Blake this year. Um, <laughs> well, also because he released it last year, but my. The last song I'm going to mention is my favorite was If by, is it DeVito? Yeah. Thank you. They're West African, though. Yeah. Right. I love this song. Well, I loved another song, uh, Iskaba, Over the Summer. But DeVito oh, sort of that like, song is so good. So good. But for some reason, I just like how just like rhythmic if is so if is like one of my again on that same playlist this is morgan's happy going out playlist clearly pre-game playlist um so good such a good introduction to if you don't like afro what do people call it nowadays afro beats or what's yeah. happening music or afro whatever beat. if you're not into it this is a good way to get into it in my opinion start yeah. here build, build a radio around this song and just like vibe out yeah um, oh, I had no idea he was like born in Atlanta and then went to Lagos. Mm, he's one of those repatriates. Mm-hmm. Say mm. no, that's cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta gotta give back. <laughs> gotta give back. Gotta go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna find where I'm with Nigeria. I think that's what my ancestry DNA test told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, Yes, so, you know, here's to the new year. Goodbye, 2017. Looking of, 
looking forward to all the awesome music that's about to come in 2018 and you know i'm off to play my favorite christmas songs which really just means mariah carey's playing and oh no for me it's bb and cc winans first christmas get into it (laughs) but also mariah carey is is christmas so she's on every playlist yeah for christmas I mean, you have to have her on there. Like, I just don't even understand what else you would be doing besides that, you know? Yeah. Um, But on that note, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. It's today is Friday. It's on Monday. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa, because that starts on Tuesday and then lasts for seven days until New Year's. And then so happy New Year. (laughs) Yes. I think I'm missing Hanukkah. Yeah. And I I don't know if Hanukkah is still happening girl um, if i knew i'm like ramadan but um. really all of these <laughs> holidays will have you know be underway or past once we publish this yeah <laughs> so long so, story short happy 2018 <laughs> basically <laughs> uh yeah so happy new year we'll talk to you guys soon bye bye